It is December 10th, and we are in San Diego, joined by Lindsey Adler, writer for The Athletic, covering your New York Yankees. So let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Now we all get to listen to the song. Great. So that way I don't have to edit. <laughs> if you want to sing along, you can. I'll think about it. Okay. Weekly awards, stat lines, and hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fighters. And Lindsay. For talking Yanks. <laughs> yeah, talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. And Lindsay. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy Jake. And Lindsay. <laughs> I like the remix. Yeah. Nice. I think that's now we it's have to really do that for every guest. On Spotify. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Jake, and we are joined by Lindsay Adler. Second time on the show, but this is the first time we ambushed you in the bleachers of spring training. Yeah. That's true. Didn't really know each other yet. That's true. Now we're all best friends. What's changed? Um, then Then till now. You guys went mega-fi. <laughs> mega-fi. Mega-fi. Okay. Good stuff. I'm feeling better. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've noticed uh, Jake's <laughs> sense of style. Really grown on me. <laughs> you like the belly shirts? I, yeah, yeah. I I appreciate that particular brand of dumbassery. So Thank it's you. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Put that on the tombstone. It fits within my worldview. <laughs> Put that in the tombstone. All right, we have to do like intros and stuff, but I, I think we don't because if you're a Yankees fan, you should know who Lindsay yes. is, and if you listen to this, you know who Jake and I are. So get over it. If you don't read her articles on the Athletic, you're dumb. They yeah. are they are the insight. So this is what Jake described you as. Um, You don't have to face the camera if you don't want. It's okay. But it's up to you. This is uh, Jake described your coverage of the Yankees to Bill as what we do in a more professional way. Like you cover the personalities and the person that is the Yankee player. And and you you do do stats as well. Like you're not – I'm not – you do – um, offer that insight as well, but you much rather gravitate towards like the story and the personality, which is what we do. You just are more professional because we're idiots. Would you agree with that? I would say that I am also an idiot, but okay, it okay. No, does it. get a little bit more polished on the page. You're gonna I can, yeah. I can accept that. Do you have an editor? Yes. See, we don't have editors. She's great. Okay. She's fantastic. Just gonna, tell her to listen to our stuff and then voice over all the dumb stuff we say. Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be perfect. perfect. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm sure she would love a freelance assignment on top of editing my, like, 14,000-word stories on minor league coaches. Mm. Yeah. So you have two full seasons under your belt covering the Yankees now? Yes. Does the second year, how does the second year compare to the first year? How are you feeling? Are you excited for the third? I actually am. Okay. I got, I would describe it as being very uncomfortable all year and a huge learning curve, but then at the end of the year, feeling comfortable going into next year. You know, I feel like okay. I got a lot of the um, rust and, and rookie issues. You know, what's been year. nice is that um, since you've joined, a couple people have come and gone on the beat. So you're like, if you'd stayed the, the newest person for the two seasons, and maybe you would have always felt like the newest person, but you're a veteran compared to some people. That's true. I mean, uh, the athletic employs like a handful of beat writers who are like 22, 23. And I'm like, okay, now yeah. I'm the old one. Yeah. Coley, Coley came and left. RIP. How nice has that been since Coley Harvey has left? It's been just a relief. Breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's been a relief. <laughs> what a just, just venomous, angry guy he is. <laughs> Never there's smiling. Just, there's just so much more um, adoration available for the rest of us now. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, 
what's going on at winter meetings? How come you haven't announced Cole yet? And that's what Twitter's. Yeah. Stop. T- people suck, huh? No, people are fine. I okay. don't care. I don't nice. care. I mean, I think the announce Cole thing is funny. It's probably going to <laughs> drive me nuts. Why don't you mute it? Would you do that or you like it? No, like it's it like, bit. whatever. Like, Yankees fans really want this player. I, I don't. Do you have any words muted on Twitter? Yeah, I was going to ask I that. have a lot. Like, oh, anytime wow. something like like the, the Paula Dean racist butter thing. Sure. Like, I've had, like, Paula Dean muted for, like, four years now. Nice. Anything, yeah. there's, like, some, you know, big, stupid viral story or viral tweet that people go crazy about. And I'm just, like, tired of Instant. seeing people talk about it. It's gone. And so it's, like, sometimes I will tweet something. And then I don't even see my own tweet because I've tweeted something oh. muted. But no, I've, that's funny. I have not uh, muted announce call yet. Yeah, want to see? Want to hear my muted words? Yeah, I do. Okay, I always like going through, through this to remember. Maga, mm-hmm. raw twenty five, age well, aged well, conservative, gun control, Hillary, liberal, lineup prediction, Trump, weep, White House. WWE. I don't use Twitter for politics at all. Like that's or, I do that. Or WWE. Or WWE. Dude, those people blow up your fucking feed. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like good stuff. Shut. And then uh, Pure yeah, content. I absolutely can't control how much I hate when people say this aged well because people have lost what that actually means, and mm-hmm. I hate when people say just weep. So that's mostly the Dodgers fans. Just that's all they would say to me. I have um, Tide Pods muted. Mm. <laughs> also, Union Pool. I, I don't know when one of the worst young people bars in New York would have gotten to the point where I had to <laughs> yeah. Union Pool. But I, and, and given that uh, it was before Tide Pods, but after Yanni and Laurel, I would assume it was maybe Ooh. like two years ago. So, yeah. Okay. You have y- Yanni and Laurel muted? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you really hate the... Viral trends. The come and go stuff. No, I, I like it. I, but you, you enjoy it. I love it. memes. Yeah, but they're short shelf life. Some people don't get it. What are some of your elite memes? Like elite what's, memes. I know people are doing end of the decade stuff. Like yeah, what's, but like. Like when you think of like good meme, what pops up in your head? Basically any like modification on a drill tweet. Okay. You know, okay. like, I yeah. don't know if anyone's familiar with the one that's like, you know, like candles, $3,500, food, $7 million. Can someone please help me budget? My family is dying. Like, it is <laughs> very tempting just to do that for free agent stuff instead of, like, actually writing, right. a, like, Yankees payroll analysis. I could just do a drill parody tweet because I, my brain is broken. I have a prediction. I think you're going to mute Slapdick in two weeks. I know. But I know. But I have been greeting every single person here with hello slapdick. Yeah. And <laughs> every I've, single person. I've had to tell it's you good. multiple times, do not appropriate my culture. So the slapdick community is yeah. very is very offended. We're uh it's it's been a bad couple days for it's, us. It's been, it's been a rough yeah. one. <laughs> it's been a rough one. R- rough thirty years. Was your favorite piece of content from two thousand nineteen when Jake modeled in the belly shirt? No. In the sweets? No. It, Why'd you say really no was. so quickly? <laughs> it felt like you didn't think it, it about really it as much. It just really was not. Okay. <laughs> it's a thing. I, I, okay. I don't have anything more to add, okay. but it was okay. not. Hot takes early on. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just getting it out of the way. Do we want to talk Yankee stuff or should we just now? We can talk Yankee stuff. They they haven't done much lately. Do you... Uh, the cold stuff, like... It sucks that we're exhausted, but we, uh, we also have the fan side that, like, mm-hmm. we don't want to get too excited, but blah, blah, blah. I mean... Doesn't it make a ton of sense? Um, I mean, like the whole, if there's a hole on this team, mm-hmm. I mean, if you go around the roster, it's 
there really isn't one. Like, people complain about first base, and, like, Luke Voigt was really good, and Mike Ford is an option. It's, like, if that's the slide, worst— Slide DJ over and if, put someone if there. If that's the worst hole on your team, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's been, like, kind of a weird thing to try to write about because there's really nothing to say about Garrett Cole. He is extremely good. Right. Um, he is the guy who you should give that contract to, and there's really nothing else to say, you know, like, in that— in that process, if they do sign Garrett Cole and announce Cole, um, <laughs> they'll have to move. The forty man is currently at forty. Right. Yeah. So they'll have. But to they move, have a lot of young guys on there. They'll have to move someone, and I think it's so interesting how they're like cycle through the depth. Last year, may you know, like Mike, Mike Ford is a much better trade chip now than he was right. twelve months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of hard to think about like what really to say about it until it happens because it. Obviously, everything that happens with the Yankees offseason, um, you know, kind of flows from Cole Cole's down. decision. Even Gardner you know? and... Yeah, yeah. You think Didi's coming back? Um, I don't know. I would, I would be really interested if he got a multi-year deal. I somewhere. heard... Who, I don't know who we talked to, and I don't know if it was on the record, off the record. So, from my own per- perception, cool. Didi seemed a little... Well, his final interview... With the the beat was, I don't know what's the word for touchy or like kind melancholy. Of just, no, standoffish is what I would say. I don't know what that word means. Perturbed. Uh, yeah. But like I noticed that the last couple months, like he wasn't fun, silly, Didi. It felt like when he came back from Tommy John, he was a, a different vibe. Did it feel like maybe a, a new scene is like kind of ready for him? No, I, I don't. I don't think so. I think it was probably a tough year for Didi. I didn't talk to him. You know. A, a whole lot about that side of things. Um, he, he he really does have very interesting perspectives on, um, you know, just hitting philosophy and whatnot. But, I mean, I think it was probably frustrating. You know, it's his, it's his free agent year. He comes back from injury. He he had been itching to get out of Tampa and come back. Yeah. And you we, know, we saw him at spring training, and he was like the bell of the ball. He was throwing. Yes. He was hopping field to field. And I don't know. That was... It was reported that, like, yeah, he's, he's not going to be back till midseason. And then it was kind of like, was at spring training, he looked as active as everyone. <laughs> he, was, he was really ready to get out there during spring training. But um, I don't know. I mean, of all, of all of the guys, you know, I mean, look at, look at Dellen Batanzas' situation. You know, it's just like, the, it just, it's just the worst imaginable yeah. Yeah. situation. It's, ter- it's sad. You know, and it's, it's hard to project what his you know, future curve is going to look like coming out of this and these injuries. Right. But Didi, I think it's just kind of like, you know, this shit takes a long time to deal with. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't, he wasn't like awful. Like, I mean, no. his, his power numbers were still there, but like the guy missed spring training half a season and like the pop was still there if you want to do juice balls and stuff. But like, I don't know, he, he wasn't as bad as a lot of people like to depict, especially yes. for a shortstop. If I'm, if I'm a team that has like, a very obvious need at shortstop, and you know the the Yankees obviously have an option in Glaber Torres. They can use Tyro Estrada as a backup. You know, big Tyro stands over here. Yes. Um, yes. You know, but if I'm a team that like needs a starting shortstop for sure, like Didi in a multi-year deal, two to three years is super attractive. Yeah. yeah. To me, you know, like I seeing how Didi plays and and knowing how he approaches the game, like I don't really think that there's going to be any real long-term concern about his production you know yeah. he, he worked his ass off to get to get back this year and he and he played hard so 
So the Reds. It would be interesting. Milwaukee. Yeah, the Brewers. It would be so they fun just, to watch in that ballpark in Cincinnati. Anything he'd look good in red, I think. Every time I picture someone in a red uniform, I go, Kraus. Nippon ham steaks. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a tough shade yeah. for a lot of people. I was terrible with red just because my acne was so bad as a youth. So I was like wearing a white and red shirt mm-hmm. and I've got this blemish on my face. And it's like, oh, I have a red face. Yeah, no, I have very red undertones. Yeah. So it's 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 a tough sell, you know, orange, red, just not really. Don't go me. near him. Doesn't work. Same. Just doesn't Same. work. Last season with uh, the carousel of players mm-hmm. coming up and out as a as a reporter. That's like great fodder, right? Like, is is that like... It was like a dream. It was a dream, right? Like, (laughs) you had every week, you guys had a new story that was was interesting. Mm -hmm. If it's the same guys, like 09 Mm -hmm. was the same guys. Everyone played 100 games. Like, it's like, what do you write about? The Yankees are playing and they're still good. Yeah, it's... It was... It was interesting and fun in a way that, like, makes me think that next year might just be, like, doing my (laughs) first year on the beat all over again because it will never be like that, you know? I mean, it was... It was tough initially because I went into the season with a lot of my ideas for stories and coverage really kind of mapped out, and I was kind of planning on working my way through the roster. And then every time I would, like, prepare a feature for someone, they would get an injury. You know, but then I was able to write about guys like Nestor Cortez and, you know, really of all the people who came up, you know, I think Joe Harvey, who was very close to quitting baseball and is now, I believe, has been traded to the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Um, his story I found really interesting. And then, you know, Nestor's really just kind of wacky approach and the whole situation with Baltimore. I mean, my, my favorite thing about, like, Nestor's trajectory is that the Orioles thought they were going to be competitive in 2018. He sucked in his first two outings, and, like, two grand slams were, like, the best thing that could have happened to his career. Yeah. You know, it was just so many interesting stories where, like, the path to the show was not linear, and there mm. were just so many new faces who were, you know, just – Really excited well, to be there. It was awesome. It, it was wild just because, I, I don't know, as baseball people, like, you see the way Nestor pitches. He's mm-hmm. playing wiffle ball out there. And, you know, I, I knew he was weighed from the Orioles. And we, we looked at it the first day and we're like, what, Nestor's got to be, what, 27, 28? And it's like, no, he's, like, young. He's, 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 well, part he's, of that is he looks old. <laughs> he looks older than he is. He's opposite of you. Latin Adam Sandler. Um, I don't subscribe to that. I see it. Um, when you look back, mm-hmm. I, I just did the A-Rod talking mm-hmm. hand. How weird was that? Baseball. Lindsay, when you look back, um, <laughs> all, all the, like, like you said, all the guys getting called up last year, and the, the Yankees really did have so many awesome stories. And, I mean, I'll, I'll let you pick, and I don't know if one does jump out or not. Sounded like mean, Nestor did. It sounded like Nestor it's, did. Well, no. It's, I mean, Nestor was I mean, nice, like but it's Nestor. Lefty, but like, I mean, you know, it's like, it's yeah. like up my alley. <laughs> but, like, I mean, Gio, Gio Rochelle is a guy that, like, right. looked like he was done with baseball, mm-hmm. and now he looks like an incredible third baseman. You could do some LeMahieu MVP stuff. The Cameron Mabin stuff. I mean, he was a journeyman that <laughs> the Yankees paid, what, 20K for him? 20K, 50? Yeah. yeah. And he became, like, a heart of the team. Is there, now that you're outside of the season, is there one of those you look back at and you're like, that was pretty nuts? I mean, even... I mean, really all of them. Yeah. For, for me, you it's know. Gio. Gio... Gio seems like the Trump card. You know, it's so... I, I, I don't know, because I didn't, I didn't really... I think, I think there's a difference for me between, like, Geo and DJ, because I had watched a lot of DJ playing with Colorado, and then I kind of had an idea of who he was as a player, and I think a lot of Yankees fans had an idea like that. And then just to see this guy whose style and, you know, production I thought I was 
familiar with and had kind of a fluency and just to become such a you know prolific hitter on this team it was so interesting whereas Gio I didn't really know what to expect it was just so fun to watch him mm. play third base you know it was like a it was like a revelation and it's it's yeah I mean it's it's just very cool that he was able to kind of get that done you know but it's kind of like opposite sides of the coin like DJ and Cameron Maben, I thought I knew who they were as players. And right. then there were the guys like, you know, Mike Ford, Geo, guys who I didn't really know what to expect and who were just super impressive. Yeah, it's the, the one bucket, like a lot of people say Talkman's their favorite story. And, and mm-hmm. Talkman and Voigt yeah. and Mike Ford are kind of similar. We're like, they just weren't given a shot until yes. really late. They yes. were blocked and they weren't yes. given a shot. So the fact that they succeeded is not like for us, because we didn't know who they were, but for them, like if you listen to Voigt or Talkman, like, why is this a surprise? Like yeah. I hit. Yeah. I, I've never been bad. That's yeah. why Geo, I think, is so crazy because he was given a shot in the MLB That's because true. his glove is so good, and he never hit. So the book was written, this guy's a glove, and then he's fucking insane with the bat. And like, where did this come from? And I think even Geo doesn't get to say what Talkman and Voigt get to say. We're like, well, this is what I've done my whole life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even Geo's like, I don't know. Like, I'm swinging harder now. So I think that's why that, that story to me is. That's the Marcus insane. Tim's hitting approach. Swing harder. Swing harder. That's what Cameron made inside. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, is there any Yankee stuff? Maybe we do a little break and then we just talk music and TV and Lindsay will make fun of my taste. There's probably more Yankee stuff, but we'll take a a quick fake break. One, two, three, break. Tired of crowded grocery stores? Thrive Market is here for you. Offering everything from healthy snacks to organic wine. Thrive Market brings you food as it should be. Real ingredients, environmentally friendly and delicious. Thrive wants to make healthy living easy for you, so they're offering a free trial and 25% off your first order by going to bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. That's bit.ly forward slash save on Thrive. And we're back from break. Talk about the Yankees and how sticky these passes are. Oh, oh you know what you were talking about? I'm not going. We're staying on Yankees because I had something. Okay. You uh, told me this about DJ. You said he is a human do not disturb sign when he's not on the field. I don't know if you're. I don't know if I said that, but it kind of makes sense. You did because the picture when he was on the plane and everyone was posing, and he's just got his head turned, and you said that Adovino was going to crack up. Yes. Because he just, and then we were talking to people the other day, and they're like, DJ, it's not that he, um, like, doesn't have a personality or anything. It's just he is baseball. He shows up first. He watches film. Like, a lot goes in. He doesn't wake up and play. Although his hair would tell you that. He just kind of is like a lifer was that is that cool to see that it can be done ways like are there like bernie williams just take naps and sleep mm-hmm. like you get to see that stuff that uh, uh, me i would be so interested in like who's the studier who yeah. just fucking goes out there and does it who's the yeah. sleepy guy who's is there a sleepy guy you know it's the clubhouse that we're allowed in during media hours we don't really see a lot of that you know i see it's edwin okay every single time edwin was the we go guy, in, dj is walking out with his bat you know kind of doing is like i'm just going to work thing dd watches a lot of film um i am always really interested in guys pregame routines especially yeah. like pitchers you know yeah. like tanaka takes very meticulous notes in a notebook um Ottavino kind of keeps a notebook as well like how do you know what Tanaka is writing about, though? Because it's probably in Japanese. It could be um, he could just be writing a novel. I asked him, and he kind of laughed at me and was like, "You can't ask that." But I was like, "Okay, <laughs> just clarify if it's 
baseball you know if it's baseball or if it's mental and he said it's kind of a mix of both he you know he thinks about how he wants to approach a game approach a lineup and how he wants to feel mentally in doing that and he's so private and I think I drive him crazy by being like can you tell me this thing that I know you're not going to say to me (laughs) but um but he's he's got a sense of humor do you ever wish that you spoke Japanese because I wish I spoke Japanese because Tanaka is funny Yes. And that guy on Twitter translated, like, the whole conversation mm-hmm. and his whole press conference. And I was like, dude, do this all the time because he's always making jokes, and I just don't – I'm not privy to them. Same with, like, all the uh, Spanish-speaking players. I just wish I knew their language. Um, it is always very fun to me that uh, Luis Severino and Masahiro Tanaka have a great, like, buddy-buddy relationship. It's been for since 2017, That's too. They were, they were just always next to each other. And some some fans are so ignorant. They're like, how do they even talk at all? I'm like, come on, guys. Like, they're not like. <laughs> <laughs> they just stare at each other right. frozen. Right. Just I mean, pointing it's, at it's, a baseball like cavemen. It's the, with, it's the same with Gary and Masa. You know? right. I like, know. It's like, like they, they speak a little English, you know? Like, like just, it's, they can do it. Yeah, like they can. And even if you don't, like I went to visit my relatives in Italy, and they didn't speak a lick of English. We didn't speak a lick of Italian. And we just played charades, and you, you can figure it out. So Fine. that's what they do. I mean, that's what catcher and uh, pitcher is. It's just a game of charades. Instead of that's like one is movie, two is this. It's just we did. You the, can use that. We we asked this to Jack Curry last year, um, and I'll I'll give you a couple outs on this because I, I, it'll segue us to some taste stuff. But like, who on the Yankees would you say has good taste? It could be music, movies, uh, outfits, or the question that I asked Jack Curry last there was. Who would be the one guy on the team that you would go to a concert with? I think he picked Romine. I think Romine was kind of the generic answer. I think he has pretty good musical taste, but I uh, like like Zeppelin and old school stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, so I'll who, throw that who, out. There. Who's the me? Good taste, mm-hmm. likes good movies, Ooh. likes good music, and who's the Jake? If you want to do a Jake bad mm-hmm. taste, that's fine. But I or think Jake taste. I think they're all like you because they're all young guys. Like they're always playing radio hip hop, Radiohead. Yeah, um, I would. I mean, he's now retired, but, like, it's CeCe. You know, okay. CeCe is, like, a, a movie and yeah. TV fanatic. Like, he and bullpen coach Mike Harkey, you know, are, are big on that. And, like, I remember on CeCe's podcast, I think, with Dee Dee and Aaron Hicks, he said something about his wife Amber, like, laying out his outfits. But he always <laughs> yeah. has, like, really great, <laughs> yeah. really expensive outfits. And it's, like, Ruko dis dis Ruko dissed, like, CeCe's style in, like, mm-hmm. an early episode, and he's been – living it down for yeah, a while and like for paying for it mm-hmm. and he's like no Cece you look good too well the, good the, too. that's the problem it's not, in that case it's not messing with Cece it's, it's messing with Amber. Amber and that's, that's Amber's yeah. a goat oh I have a question if you could put one guy's fashion sense onto another guy who would you do whoa Cece on Guardy <laughs> oh that is Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. That's basically uh, no, Robin uh, Big. Like, uh, like, like <laughs> Cece and Guardy are just like a Robin Big show story about like, my best friend probably like Chapman and Guardy Oh, oh, Chapman oh, swag on yeah, Guardian. Probably. Yeah. Brett swag. Yeah. I mean, Brett, like, he has, like, a Balenciaga backpack. Mm-hmm. You okay. Know? It's like, I mean, CeCe comes through with his, like, supreme right. branded yeah. luggage, and then Tommy Canley has his, like, Marvel luggage. Yeah. But, Full of you know. jerseys. Yeah. Canley's got to be close to the Jake scale of taste. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Football. Wow. Canley's a nut job. We need to get him on the show. Scary. Every time we hear him. Uh, if Canely and uh, Chad Green have a conversation, how many words does Chad say? <laughs> I think there's kind of a misconception Ooh. about Tommy. I think he's a little bit more 
this is going to sound insane, but a little bit more shy and maybe a little bit um, more reserved than one would think. The introverted extrovert. I get kind that. Of, yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's, he's very loud. Yeah. He's what very about loud. T- Talkman and Chad? Because Talkman's a I talk. thought you were going to say that Chad talked for a second. And yeah, I was like, we were like. Chad, Chad does. No, he yeah. doesn't. Yeah, he does. No. We have good conversations. Fine. <laughs> Chad, uh, we, I like to love Chad, but it's funny we give these personalities to these players, and sometimes I think we hit them like someone – one time we had a question, and uh, it was uh, if Chad and if someone goes on a road trip, if the Yankees go on a long distance road trip, like what's their roles? And we were like, well, Chad's not talking. And uh, someone that is from Chad's camp, I'll say, was like, yeah, Chad once went on a 16 hour road trip in the minor leagues and didn't say a word. I was like, yep, I mean that's obvious. But uh, other times I we see it. Other times we pin personalities. On no, people it was and fun- like, no. Well, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that Chad is like a guy who's like uncomfortable talking okay. you know he's he's not like a like he's not like a chatty zach Britton type no i just think if he doesn't you know? have anything to say he just doesn't say anything yeah but it's you know, i have a lot of friends like that from livermore i, I think the good one oh bay area stuff yeah, okay yeah, see, you guys, just, see you guys see you guys later but out we're gonna talk about see tracy and livermore I, I think one of the fun ones when we had a fan that asked like what would the yankee what would the yankees beach day barbecue look like and it's like yeah. who's on the grill who's playing yard games yeah. who's like doing their own thing who's 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 getting hit with waves in the ocean? I would love to know who organ who would organize the food and take the lead on that. We had Guardy Grilling, I think. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, and we had um, uh, Talkman, Voigt, and Canely throwing a football. No matter where yeah. they were standing, they were yeah. throwing a football yeah. to each other. And then we had DJ playing whatever like skill game, be it like bocce ball or horseshoes or ping pong, and just like, crushing. Yeah, I could actually. And he's do not that. even socializing with the party. He's just like, "Who's next? Come on, this, like I'm playing." This sounds pretty good. Okay, Thanks. great. We're the best. Confirmed. Confirmed. Mm-hmm. The jury rests. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> Stop using that phrase. That's not a real phrase. <laughs> we may, we, we've been saying it all Wait, weekend. Wait, you said the jury rests? Yeah. <laughs> we've been it's a new phrase we've been working at. Yeah. I think it needs just like if the Just if the jury was bored and they were like, oh, we are ready to write. We're, we're, we're tapping out. Yeah. This case is sucks. Music? So, no. I'm so scared. Music? Yeah. Well, when we know. when we talked, we were talking about uh, Connor Oberst mm-hmm. and how you and I both like sad slow music. Is there mm-hmm. anyone on the Yankees? Like you can't even do that in a clubhouse. Even I wouldn't. Um, no, um, I don't know. Tanaka just listens to his wife's album on repeat. So good. <laughs> um, no, I don't know who would be into like. Have you started sad listening music like that? <laughs> have you started listening to Phoebe Bridgers yet? Of course. Like okay. Better Oblivion Community Center was my number yeah. one. But have you on gone Spotify. to? Have you gone to? Because you hadn't listened to Boy Genius last I talked yeah, to you. Yeah, it's, it's which, still not for me. Me and neither. But it, I like her solo album. It so much. It doesn't make sense cosmically that I would not be like all in on Boy, Boy Genius Gen- yeah, that's and, why and Phoebe Bridgers, but I am like extremely all in on Better Oblivion Community Center. But yes, yeah. that's. What are your thoughts? Like what did you promise. think about Lizzo? Truth hurts. I heard it a lot. I heard it a lot. Jake's musical taste is Lord, mm-hmm. Billie Eilish, okay. Lizzo, okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers, oh. and sometimes he goes on a um, Gwen Stefani kick, no doubt. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. Good music. That works. So why, why'd you lay it out like that? They're all similar. Yeah. I like They're what all. I like. Yeah, that's true. That guy's going to get a cup of water. Oh, nope, just a candy. <laughs> and that's good podcasting. Which, uh, do you think if, the, if, the, if Gardner is out mm-hmm. and Cece's out Kay. and Dellen leaves, yeah. it's three mm-hmm. mainstays, like yes. you know, eight years, six years, whatever, 
Do you think that changes the dynamic of the clubhouse? Or do you think that Judge and, and Glaber and um, I don't even know who else, like Voight, um, are there uh, backs and Are they all, their own, like, you know, the bond stays the same and the, the vibe stays, or, or I mean, are they really influential? Everyone, everyone really appreciates CC and Guardy, but I think, you know, I, I had a very long conversation about this with Judge toward the end of the year that didn't really make it to print, but, you know, he does see this leadership as something that he naturally really strives for, and I know he spent a lot of time just seeing how CC and Guardy approach things, seeing how they, you know, handle problems and having hard conversations and whatnot, and it's it's very, very, very clear to me that he is going to be the next leader of the clubhouse, and right. I think if even if it's only Guardy who comes back, obviously, um, even if Guardy does come back, I still see Judge as really being one of those It might be like leaders. fully step in now. Yes, and yeah, I think there are enough veteran guys. You know, you got veteran guys in the bullpen. You got veteran yeah. guys in the rotation. Um, Glaber is like about to turn twenty three and acts like he's really? like he has the maturity of like a thirty two year old. So no it idea. just makes it very difficult. Glaber's Glaber's amazing. Like he's a smart I, I marvel kid. at how young and how smart he is. And and take away like being good at baseball, just mm-hmm. like. Learning English, dealing yes. with being traded to the Yankees, going up the system, the press, the media. Like, he's so uh, – and he's not too good. He's not, like, 100% polished where you're like, this is fake, this isn't who it is. It's very natural. Like yeah. It just seems like this is good. So yeah, credit to his a, parents. He's, he's a nice, smart kid, obviously. His dad is a very enthusiastic Glaber Torres fan. Yeah, he DM'd, <laughs> me, um, mad, he DM'd me mad at me once. Really? I think we're cool now. That's good. But yeah, like, I mean, you know, like, Glaber – got upset with me over a tweet about like misinterpreting something or whatever and oh, I, yeah, I remember that yeah and I like the marriage proposal yeah and you know he, he saw the video he saw that like it looked weird in context but you know I I apologize and he was like you know I, I don't want to send people to harass you or whatever you know I just I just want to make it clear that like this is something that I care about and then was you know completely kind and professional after that you know I think things like that you know like if you see a player like sniping at me I think a lot of fans think that there's just like going to be bad blood forever and there probably is for some fans and some reporters and maybe you know maybe Glaber likes me less or trusts me less you know but it he was still extremely professional mm. you know yeah, yeah. Like and I just was, had to get that out yeah and it's you know I mean at the end of the day he's a 22 year old in a, in a high pressure situation I wouldn't I wouldn't have been not. shocked or offended if he had you know just kind of been like go away but yeah, you know yeah. he, he he's a professional and he I carries was, himself like a professional i was so dumb when i was 22 it, just beyond like so dumb beyond dumb nuts yeah i, what I are, don't get it that's why uh when we uh tweet and the majority of the people that tweet during games are there's a lot of young people out there and i, I said this to someone the other day and i was like when i was your age i was irrationally <laughs> angry and i like personally disliked players so I understand half of what you're doing. I'm just so glad Twitter wasn't around. Yes. And I wasn't putting, like, all this young, mm-hmm. irrational hate out there. Um, and I feel bad that they don't know that. But, like, in 10 years, you're going to want to, like, really delete those or, or just... Because it's, like, it's it's just part of being young, and Glaber doesn't show that side at all. Yeah, it's, you know, like, if my feelings about the... You know, like the last great 
few 49ers teams. I was like sure. 21, 22, 23. Right. It, it was a very emotional thing right. for me. Like, you know, they, they lost that Super Bowl, and I was mean to the people. Yeah. Oh, sure. I was, I was mean to my friends. I oh, told yeah. them to go the hell. You know, it's like I, I am <laughs> glad that those thoughts are not on the Internet. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, so. I'm, I'm sure I tweeted plenty of them, but I, like, wiped my tweets because, yeah, I probably did, like, yeah, call, you know, like, Kenny Williams a stupid shitbag or whatever. Yeah. For, yeah. It's, Lindsay. It's tough. Yeah, if, like, I mean, I probably would have had a thread. I'm, like, just, like, I hate Ian Kennedy. Yeah. But, but I, I'm good now because I've, matured, I've matured. What's your favorite road press box and your Ooh. least favorite road press box? That's a good question. Thank you, Lindsay. Um, Some are being moved on, like, the third base line now, which is kind of shitty. The Reds are being moved. The, the Blue Jays moved theirs, like, truly, like, up by the left field foul pole like I just I don't want to go to Toronto anymore the clubhouse is small I can't see the game do you know that changes stats does it yeah I just read this whole article you know who wrote it um someone from the Astros that uh took over he's linked to the scandal or whatever someone sent me this article and he's like one of these super smart dudes that thinks of things and you're like what the fuck and he's like, you, when you, the line drive rate in stadiums where the press box is 75 to 100 feet in the air, you have to decrease it by 2% because it looks like a line drive to the scorekeeper because he's higher up. And if they're lower, they actually know what's a line drive and what's not a line drive. So you have to adjust it for the press box thing. And I was like, what the hell? Like Makes sense if you're super high up. I it can look it. like a live line drive. Like no, it, I mean, it makes sense, but I'm like, damn. Like last year, there were like game, or there were like a couple plays like Guardy made at the, you know, uh, foul line, and I, I just couldn't see. And it's right. just it's it's hard because when you guys are seeing things on TV, and when you guys get a very close view, and you know, someone like tweets at me and is like, what what happened with that changeup? I'm like, I don't know. Just send them my I way. don't know. All I can see is Bobachet's hair mm. and Flo you know, and, Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> He's a big fan of horse and uh, horse and mange. Horse and mange conditioner, which wow. I am as well. Oh um, wow! Wow. Ad. Um, hashtag yeah, ad. Hashtag yeah. ad. Um, Buy some at Roosevelt's. Code John Bino. Twenty percent off. Let me think about favorite road press box. Um, Do you eat during? Honestly, games? Philly. 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 Yeah. Philly's Philly. whole park is nice. I like Ooh. it. Philly's Park is so nice, and the press box view is beautiful of downtown Philly. Um, not an oxymoron, and they have a nice, like, they have, like, a lot of really good food, and they also have, like, a big, uh, you know, like, ice cream thing where you can get, like, scoops. Oh. Um, and they have some really good stuff. So it's it's sad to me that I'm not going to be going to Philly very often, but that's that's the one for me, I think. Uh, next year. Not this year. 2021. Probably. So right. just, yeah, get excited for going to Philadelphia in 2021. Yeah. Don't plan on anything between now and then. Just thing every, put uh, it in your calendar. Early 30 woman aspires to do is to go to Philadelphia. Yes. You're telling the right person. <laughs> I'm glad you can understand. <laughs> Where, you're, are you a coffee junkie? No. What would, yeah. you, what, would you, what would you call yourself on the coffee scale? Um, I would call myself an uninformed coffee snob. Ooh, because okay. When I lived in I like San Francisco, that. I only went to like, you know, four barrel blue bottle. Right. The thing is, I don't like actually like the taste of coffee. I just okay. need, need it. caffeine. Right. And so it's like it's a functional thing. I don't drink 
Dunkin'. I really prefer to avoid Starbucks, but we'll I do hate it. Starbucks. But it's like I consider myself a coffee snob mm. because I only want to drink very well-made coffee because otherwise it's like intolerable to me. Yeah, but I think it's all like what you get used to. And it's also just it's nice. It's 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 mostly just um, a road city activity. You yeah. know, if I yeah. if I wake up and I don't have to be at the ballpark until like four, you know, it's it's an easy way to get myself up and get out of bed and go somewhere and, and work somewhere that's not in my hotel room. You can drink Red Bull like Tommy Canely. Six Red Bulls a day. Was that the story? I would lose my mind. Yeah. I would lose I my think, mind. I think maybe he, he was. What's an art museum we all need to go to? And stay tuned after the break. Okay, we're back. What's an art museum that everyone should go to if they're in this city? If you guys don't know, Lindsay frequents art museums. I do. It was something because you tra- get to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I have a follow-up question I just thought of that I'll forget after you answer this, but Perfect. maybe what, maybe um, I won't. The Chicago Art Institute, okay. definitely. Um, and Houston's Art Museum, I really, really like. Those are probably the best non-New York museums I went to. I've talked what? about it a lot. The Salvador Dali mm. Standalone Museum in St. Petersburg is awesome. Okay. Um, that is... Those are my three recommendations. All right. What kind of art are we are we liking? Uh, contemporary, modern, no. historical, always, portraits, landscape? Always impressionism and post-impressionism, pre-cubism. I, like, I've never really liked art, but so when I was a So you're a Manet. Yes. Well, no, not Manet. I don't like Manet. I like Monet. Like, as a kid, Which, I was... Well, Manet and Monet. My, my sister mm-hmm. listens. She's... She, uh... She's very into art. She used to manage a couple of art museums. She has like a double art masters from Syracuse or some ish. Um, loser. <laughs> Renee, I love you. Hi, Renee. Um, Manet and Monet. Isn't one portraits and one's mm-hmm. not pointillism or something, uh, but landscapes, impressionism? Yeah. yeah. Which one's which? Manet is portraits. Manet is portraits. Got it. I, I saw a Manet exhibit in Chicago and I didn't really. Eh. Love it. You give it like one star on Yelp and say that place I mean, sucks. It's like fine. I mean, the thing that is really hard for me about learning art without any point of reference is understanding like why this shit that looks stupid to me was important at its time. Right. You know, like I do not give a shit about like Renaissance painting. I don't give a shit about like photorealism, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when you. Okay, okay here's the thing I'm a nerd. Yep, I'm a nerd, sure. and I need to understand things, and, like, uh, otherwise I can't, like, make sense of it. And so I need to understand that, Sesame, guys. you know, Im- Impressionism is kind of a byproduct of photorealism no longer needing to be necessary because of the rise of photography. Whoa. And so it's, like, there's just, like, a bunch of, like, art 101 shit that I really need to learn, and I don't know. I have opposite art taste of you. I like landscape a lot. And I like I, do too. I like rural. You ever seen the movie Hoosiers? You better no. say yes. No. You haven't seen the movie Hoosiers? No. no. Why not? I like only watch like. Is a you'll cry. I don't want to cry. They make a twenty-year-old actress have a love affair with Gene Hackman. Hackman, yeah. Hackman sounds like a terrible last name yeah. when I really think about Stuff. it. Um, so that's nice, you know, make her date a 60-year-old man. No, Hoosiers is great. But I always want to find art. Not the best sell for Hoosiers, I'll be honest. Well, I, want, I knew she would really like that part. <laughs> I, want, uh, I want to find art that looks like Hoosiers. But if, So if anyone's out there, I like, like rural Americana. Yeah, I like, I have become a big fan of like, I think it's called pointillism. 
pointillism? Like um, Paul Sinyak? It's, it's kind of, yeah. It's like, Isn't it's that like, People in the Park or whatever? What's that yes. famous painting? Uh, Surat, yeah. Let's fucking yes. go. But no, that's, that's really my thing is like I like nice looking landscapes and whatnot. If we could set up you and Cece going to an art museum... I think that would be my favorite piece. Because I think, Cece, there's some stuff in an art museum that you look at and you're just like, come on. Cece, yeah. try, like the and banana. And I think he'd call that out. Like the banana Like the, the banana thing yes. that's no, I mean, yeah. Like, Someone just bought a banana duct tape to a wall for like 150 grand or was it millions? 120, I think, yeah. 120 yeah. grand. Um, you have to replace the banana and the duct tape yourself. And then he just ate it. So it was really just like a like, shout out, money laundering. Shout out New York Magazine art critic Jerry Saltz for thinking that shit is terrible. Jerry Saltz is like the art critic of the people and like the only reason why a lot of this shit is interesting to me. Do you listen to um, Allie Glazer's? Is it Allie Glazer? The girl from, um, I'm talking about, they did uh, Broad City? No, I do not. You know that show though, right? Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. She has an art podcast that my <laughs> girlfriend listened to. She was an art major or whatever and she had one guy on thanks for tuning in the talking yanks by the way yeah uh, so she had one <laughs> as we talk about Welcome. art she had uh anyway she had this artist on that was making a mockery of art like he would do dumb shit like mm-hmm. it, it was like a bicycle upside down mm-hmm. on the pole or something and the whole thing was like he's in on the joke but people would get really mad not knowing that Jack Curry's over there. Yeah, he's yes, Jack. Jack Curry. He's, Hi, Jack. he's ignoring me. Is he wearing Jack. a cam, a cam uh, for Modern Family shirt? Yes. That's the next phase of my life. I'm not ready for that yet. No. Anyway, I, my question was, <laughs> do you like art museums so much that you like wish that they would... If MLB is expanding two cities uh-huh. and you have to uh, choose them by the art museum you want to go to, is there a city that you're like, put the team there because I've always wanted to go to that art museum, but I'm not going to go out of my way to go to that art museum. I mean... LA, Calgary. LA oh. Chicago, New York already have teams. Right. You know? okay. Boston's art museum, I really liked the curate. You know, it's wow. like the, you don't think like Oklahoma might have like a real nice art museum for you. I, I think so. I think I think probably in like smaller towns where it's more difficult to build, you know, uh, substantive or substantial Grandeur. collections. Yeah. It's interesting to showcase things like local artists and whatnot. Um, but no, in terms of like the, like, European floofy bullshit that I like, you know, L.A., Chicago, New York, Boston, it's it's already there. It's all there. So why, don't expand, MLB. Why did you point at me when you said floofy bullshit? Um, fluffy. I was not. She was mentally was, thinking fluffy was, uh, bullshit, which is one of your many it, nicknames. It, it felt kind of like a reflex. Yeah. No, it was, it was more a reflex at me. All it right. Was like kind of I, I think Next I think combo has to be scoot life. Ooh, have yeah. you been scooting around San Diego? Are you a lime um, person, a bird lime. person, or really? Lift. I mean, it, it not lift, but it kind of depends on which city I'm in. I think Baltimore mostly has Lyme. Oh, okay. okay. I'm, I mean, I'm, a, bird. I'm a lift bird. person right now, but I don't want to be, Lindsay. I'm a I bird. Got, I want to be a bird or a Lyme. Quite, so here's my question. Yeah. Uh, the area around here, Lyme has figured out how to do speed restrictions. Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, so it was like the other day I like came in hot. I was like rolling yeah. at like 13 miles an hour, just yep. like fucking cruising down the down the sidewalk and then suddenly the scooter like comes to like this slow haul yeah. and it's showing like 2.5 and I look and it's like this area so no I have not been scooting here as much as I would have liked yeah but, we like, did in, that in Jake Baltimore, and I just thought we were dumb we were like oh let's do a cool video by Petco mm-hmm. and we we're like oh yeah we'll come like cruising in on the scooters <laughs> and we were in a restricted area it sucks. <laughs> so, so Bill's it sucks. holding the camera and we're coming in at it two sucks. miles per hour yeah not good contact 
No. Great content. I mean, in Baltimore, where, like, the sidewalks are really wide, and if there's, like, not many people on it, you can you can get some damn speed there. How funny is it? I was saying this, like, it's so fun. We, I did it in Austin. I'm new to scooter mm-hmm. life, so I still, like, it's like a, it's a ride for me. Yeah. Uh, I very much enjoy it. Like, I want a scooter everywhere. Uh, I forget that you have to pay for it. But... When you think about like, hey, maybe Manhattan can impl- implement this, oh you'd be like, oh, God. no way. <laughs> That's how no. fucking crazy yeah, New York nightmare. City is. Awful. A lot no. of people listening probably have never done it. Go to a city and uh, get a scooter. I, I actually do. Oh, like, Jack Curry just lifted up a big bag of Swedish fish, Jake. You're kidding. No, I swear to God. Like a huge bag of Swedish fish. I mean, living in San Francisco oh, made me kind of, <laughs> or, no, it made me deeply suspicious of those like tech bro type of things like sure. scooters. But then once once you start riding them and you realize that like in cities where public transportation is lacking or um, you just don't really want to take cabs and lift everywhere, like it's a good option to get places quickly without, you know. Like short with, distance. With like carbon with footprint. I know that sounds corny. Wow. Well, no, was. get rid of cars in cities. That's what Paris is going to do. I'm Copenhagen's ready. all over I'm there. I'm ready. Now with the bike shares and uh, scooter shares, like you can totally do it in smaller cities. I know Do my it. uh my burgeoning passion is you know to rid cars take, in cities take cars out of nice. Manhattan yeah take car it'd be cool I mean like a lot of the old cities like I was in Paris two years ago it's like not wow. built okay. for cars oh, yeah Paris. cool <laughs> oh yeah my Big dad flex. my dad took me well oh, okay, I actually I hated being in Paris I went to go see Normandy but mm-hmm. we had to do a night in Paris because that's where the airports are I was just show me where all the death happened oh. It's terribly sad. I don't want to brag either, but I, when we started doing this full time and we weren't making any money, I used to charge scooters. So yeah. does that wow. impress you? Do you want to ask it him questions about the backside yeah. of the any, charging scooter back industry? Um, Talking I, yanks. I really kind of support any kind of cottage industry like that. You know, do you know like where a cottage industry, according to Michael K? That really makes sense. I mean, you guys kind of became your own like weather patterns this season. Oh. That's heavy. Bill, can you put that in our uh, new Twitter bio? I'll write that down. We are our own weather Weather patterns. patterns. Thank you. Jack, if you're watching this, I see you taking a selfie. (laughs) Jack, bring over the bag of sweets. Please please come over here. Oh, can you actually hear us? No. No. Okay, here it comes. Wait. Don't bring the sweets. Get get the fourth mic out. It's right there, Jake. Get the fourth mic ready. Jack Curry's walking over. I see this man. Jack Curry's coming. Wearing the cam for Modern Family shirt. Wow. I feel oh, like I'm. I feel good. like I'm calling the Masters. Here good. comes Jack Curry. Hello, he Jack Curry. He approaches the 18th green. We saw you had a big gr- bag of Swedish fish. That's how I get introduced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's addicted to Swedish fish, and it's like nothing illegal. about my career or the fact that uh, I had a best-selling well, we book with David uh, Cohen. We also where I was the first <laughs> guest <laughs> on your show. Yeah. Swedish fish is what I get. Yeah, Swedish fish. No, I. We also like your shirt a lot. Thank you, Jack. I have like a problem with Swedish fish, like. We don't have to deep dive into my problems like we normally do when you come on, but, like, Swedish fish is a – that's a no-fly zone, man. Jake, Heather Smith, who is the most important person at Yes right now, logistically, I'll see if I can sneak you some Swedish no, fish. Dude. No, no, yes, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, uh, not, you're, uh, you're enabling not, uh, Yes. Not, yes. Okay. I don't want to interrupt the Lindsay Adler interview. Sorry. We're, we're, it's Bill. It's Bill. We're, uh, <laughs> we're having a Good Talking Yanks podcast where we're now for the last 20 minutes talked about art and scooters in cities. I went for a run this morning. Those scooters were intriguing to me. <laughs> okay, we'll do a video. We'll get you on a scooter. Okay. I saw your video. We get it. Yeah. And I like out. your shirt, by the way. Thanks, yeah. Jack. Yeah, Roosevelt's. I heard. Product code Jambino. I have to go on the uh, website. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah. pick up a couple of holiday yeah. presents. Do you have any questions for Lindsay Adler? 
Lindsay Adler is an impressive writer, and I'm impressed with the way she goes about her business. There are some people in the business who want to follow the pack. She doesn't follow the pack. Yeah. So you asked me if I had a question. Instead, I'm going to pay her a compliment. She, she carves out her own path, which if you want to stand out in this business, that's a good thing to do. It's hard. We were told, I, you I know. Really, I really appreciate that, especially considering the source, but I hate positivity. So now <laughs> please say something that I do terribly. So now put her down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's talk yeah. about minor threat then. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard Ian Mackay has been, like, hanging out at, like, D.C. public libraries. So I'm going to, you know, spend some time in D.C. probably. We, uh, I, I think, building on what you said, Jack, I'll be professional now that you're um, No, is okay, we, so what? we I talk, don't We talked on a Yankees podcast. We've talked art, scooters, music. Uh, we didn't really get to TV. Maybe we'll get there. No. But uh, it's because of what Jack said, because we want – the people to follow you because what you're doing for the athletic and for Yankees is like awesome and it's sorry thank you for I'll put you me. I'm not gonna compliment you I'll put you I'll put See, you down in a minute trust. Yeah. yeah no we're <laughs> done with that I enjoyed your Q&A thank with you. uh Matt Blake Matt Blake good Blake. good good intel good stuff yeah I like that too yeah I think it'll be really interesting Right. We're going to we're going to grab you later and then Lindsay will come interview. Yeah, I didn't want to intrude on Lindsay's interview, so I'm oh, I'm going to depart. It's an open party. That's why we we'll requested uh, to be right by yes, so we can just bother you guys. You guys have come a long way in a year. It's been crazy. I it's told been- John Flaherty if they gave out an award for probably don't know the band in excess, do you? In excess. I do. In excess oh. Devil Inside. In excess had a song called New Sensation. Oh. If there was a oh, media yeah, New Sensation. We get that award, John Boy Media. Bill, yes. can you put that on the Twitter as What's well? What's the? Yeah. You, I know you know the answer to this, so don't act like you don't know okay. the answer. What are What are the most views one of your videos have received across all platforms? Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're not gonna like the answer to this. It's Jake modeling in a belly shirt. No. No way. More yeah. than yeah, one because, of the Astros. Because breakdowns. Unilad put it on uh, Facebook, so it got 10 million views on Facebook. I'm, I'm technically an international. <laughs> 10 model. million views. Yeah. yeah him modeling. Are you looking Was like this, a dumbass? I'm an inter- yeah. That's great. international yeah. model. Okay. Other than other, other than that, it is it is um, it's probably the Astros one or when Adrian Hauser threw up before a game. <laughs> That's my most viewed one on uh, YouTube. We cover it all. Yeah, <laughs> which really brings the spectrum, you know. Good stuff. All bad, right. bad modeling, Hauser and uh, I was not expecting that answer. Yeah. Did you turn that into anything, young man? Did you turn that into a... Uh, <laughs> You're looking at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean... They're getting paid to wear clothes now. A, a, little, a little... It's more than... Okay, that's not bad. That's something. I'm getting there. I'm building... Right. I don't know... I Well, I'm so actually kind of scared. Did you see... I'm, I'm kind of a singer now, too. I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't I, listen. Don't, don't look it up. I yeah. did a... Do you know yeah. J. Cole? Come on, dude. <laughs> I know your music. Do you guy. know who Juice World is? Yeah. yeah. Did R. you R. know P. who he was before R. yesterday? R. I didn't. No. I, didn't. No. Uh-huh. no. I was out to dinner on Saturday night. In fact, with Joel Sherman, I was talking about Juice World. So I there you, you go. Were with Juice World, no. I did a I did a Garrett J Cole remix of oh. Workout. Right. Is it, where is it? Twitter. It's but on Twitter. Don't listen. It. Avoid yeah. it. But it's good. But I mean, that got like a hundred thousand views. So could you say I'm a singer model? I don't know. Yeah. DJ, no. I'll let you decide, DJ. I'll let you decide. But. Right. And I think I'm going to go get some Swedish fish. Yeah, yeah. throw some <laughs> yeah. this way. Nice talking Thanks to you Thanks for guys. coming over. Lindsay, sorry for stampeding into oh, your no. interview, no. but Very I paid you at least you. three compliments. Yeah. So. yeah, I appreciate that. I will absorb them uncomfortably. <laughs> we'll, bring, we'll bring her down back. We'll yeah. bring See you guys later. Yeah. Quick. Thanks, we'll see Jack. You, Jack. Bye, Jack. Thank you. Don't bring the Swedish fish over. <laughs> Please.
Lindsay, sorry about that guy. Yeah. What a nuisance. <laughs> is the Yes Network bothering you? Is the Yes Network crew the, just the night? They've been so nice to us. Like Jack, Cone, Kay, Ruko. Yeah, they're they're all, great. they're all like they're so all nice, great. and we were told that like, hey, they might be standoffish. And it's like they've been so nice to us. No, they're cool. fine. Do you all have right. any questions for us? I was just gonna say that. Um, Jake specifically, yes. what does your mom think about your career oh, path? So it turns out, and I'll 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 go heavy on the podcast. Um, my dad's a silly guy, big Yankees fan, blah blah blah. Connect some dots. Same nose. Um, my mom, uh, over recent years, I've realized um, a lot of my silly side has come from her. Um, God, I shouldn't. No, I won't say it. Your on sister here. is listening. I gotta, yeah, I gotta, I gotta run. No, my my sister will laugh at it too. But it, I don't know if my mom wants me sharing that story. Um, I'll share it quick. One of her coworkers, I went to a happy hour thing. Um, and the guy was retiring, and he had cancer, so he was passing away. So pretty heavy thing to bring your son to while he was visiting town. Um, my mom told the story in front of me that her and this guy, and the guy was this most fun-loving guy, blah, blah, blah. He's, he was so happy I came. Like, he's an awesome dude. And uh, my mom starts telling the story. She goes, oh, yeah, me and, me and this guy used to get some great laughs in the office. We used to go over to this office. <laughs> there used to be this office closet where they'd have all the supplies. And it was big enough that you could go in there. And they used to go in there, they'd close the doors, and they'd start banging on the walls and pretend like they were hooking up. So that's my mom. Yeah. Love that's you, it. Mom. Hope you're listening. Wow. So have you, you've so turned your... So she kind of gets all this. Okay. She kind of gets all that's this. Great. Yeah. No, I, I think I she honestly... gets it with like a, oh, Jakey. Yeah. I mean, she's, <laughs> I, she's seen this developing. Yes. She's, but I, I think it's always great when it's like there's like a silly or, you know, potentially... Uh, damaging quality like that silliness <laughs> that you can actually harness and you know make it trying to honor do, do it, both honor it in a <laughs> trying sense. to um no i think the bigger thing that she's not as surprised as that by i used to waste my days on sports center like i've always just been a sports junkie like when they would only play one episode i'd watch the four or five episodes in a row and she since we've this has kind of become a thing she's been like I, I thought that was going to be really bad for you. <laughs> it turns out it's kind of okay. Linda was so. very weary of me for a while. Should be. I was, I I'm was, still I weary I would just get you. Jake drunk and make him do videos with me. Yeah. <laughs> and cut. Mom, moms are nervous about that. Yeah. I hate that. How did your mom feel about your job? Um, I don't really have a relationship with her, so I don't know. All right. Hopefully positively. Hopefully. Is she a baseball fan? No. Your we we did this conversation last time. Was your grandpa? Probably. Yes, he was. Baseball fan? Yeah. It was uh I went out there immediately following the ALCS and spent two weeks with him in the hospital and we were able to watch the World Series and all that stuff and awesome. have a lot of my cousins and it was it was great and it was nice and he told like all of the nurses that I write about the Yankees so then I just had like I was going through this like very traumatic emotional experience and I had nurses coming up and being like Oh my God, that home run! And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah, it down. but also Calm no, down. yes, yeah. but also fun, no. But. Um, yeah, so that was nice. I was, I very much appreciated the World Series going seven games, so that I could have all of that, and also that, uh, in a sense, I could have a, a focus and a distraction. Yeah, so, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice. Beauty of baseball. My um, grandma was my my grandma, my great grandma. 
My great grandma never left the house because she was rather old. They lived by the beach. So everyone would go to the beach for the day. They lived like five houses away. And if it was a Yankee Day game, I'd come back from the beach at one and just be me and my nana watching games. So, like, that's like was my uh, childhood from like 10 to 15 or whatever. That was cool. Yeah, my uh, grandpa had like weekend season tickets down the third baseline at Candlestick. Nice. Oh, yeah. You ever watched old clips from Candlestick? I asked my yeah. dad, like, this oh was real God, life? Like insane. this, It just uh, it hit a pop-up, and it was like a fucking merry-go-round, like carnival act. Yeah, I went to pretty much every final 49ers home game over the last three seasons there, and it was like I would just bring a blanket. You know, I, I never saw a baseball game there, but I can't imagine it. The wind would move the ball more than, uh, like, hitting a catwalk. Like, it, would just, it was nuts. Do the Niners have a chance to win it all? Just shut up. Okay. That shut was up. just shut up. Shut up, Lindsay Adler. All right, Lindsay Adler. Thank you for sitting with at us. At Lindsay Adler yes. on, yes, on so. Twitter. Yes. Yeah. Do you go. want people to follow you on the gram and stuff? Are we trying to are we oh, trying to pump fine. that up? Okay. okay. Do you have a favorite uh, Yankee Twitter fan that interacts with you that you want to they Whoa. you want to make their day right now? Damn. Um, you can just say no. Probably Hoodie Glaber. Wow. I knew it was going to be him because we always shout him out. Shout out to Hoodie Glaber and his wristband. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, thread also. People stole that from him and like wrote articles and didn't credit him and he was like, ah, it's okay. It's just cool. And it's like, nah, no, man. man. Like you did a lot of work on that. Dude, that was that was impressive. Yeah. I mean, like I'm in there every day and I didn't notice that shit. You know what yeah. I mean? I knew that Gary had like a quarterbacking arm yeah. But yeah, anyway, so it was fun. Um, also, I think Emily, whose display name used to be Luke, Va- Luke Voigt's chain supplier. Mm. Uh, that was a good one too. <laughs> <laughs> That is good. Voice yeah. chains. That is good. Do you have anything else to plug? Just like get the athletic? Yeah. Do you have I mean, a holiday deal or something? Promo code uh, Adler. Cisco we, Adler we told me that. probably will. You're a big would... Cisco Adler fan? Do you think you represent your name well? No, Do you know who that is? No. He sings the choruses to Shwayze songs. Baby, will you be my Corona and Lime? No, I didn't know that. She was buzzing all over me. That song. Yeah, hmm. that's it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. No, Jack. It wasn't a joke. Oh, that was too packed with Swedish fish. (laughs) Thanks, Jack Curry. (laughs) And thank you, Lindsay Adler. Thank you, Lindsay Adler. Awesome. We're out. Oh, go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.